ready to just dive in? Let's do it. All right. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Before Dawn. This week is a very special episode because it's not a before Jesus, yet we still have a guest. So be prepared. There is a guest coming at the end that we are very excited for. But before we dive into this fun topic, let's kind of just dissect our week. So Carly, how did you see God this week? God has really worked this week. How I saw God this week um, is kind of a very, I saw him in a very, it sounds bad, but in an overwhelming way, but also a faithful way, I feel like. Basically what happened this week is I left a job in December and I knew that I wanted to take a break. I did get a part-time job. And so that's been a blessing and I've had that part-time job. And so that's been, you know, bringing in money, but I knew I didn't want to just, just do that. I knew I wanted to do something else. I knew I didn't just want to stay at that part-time job and I couldn't, like I definitely need to get another job. Well, God really showed up this week. I've had four different people reach out about jobs, about possibilities of jobs, of part-time jobs that I've been really, I believe, not seeking the Lord about, but God was faithful to just show up and meet my needs, I think, without me even seeking him with it. And I legit have like four different opportunities, which is a blessing, but I'm also very overwhelmed. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a huge, I feel like, decision to make about it. And also like, what direction now do I go in? Like, God has opened so many doors, but like, which one do I walk through? And I don't know. I'm like, it's been a a huge blessing. Like, I want to praise the Lord about it, but also like, it just gives me more opportunity to seek him in it too. So how did you see the Lord this week? Yes. So first off, um, that is amazing that the Lord has shown up for you, even when you are not expecting it. I just love seeing it. Um, cause I've seen you, I, I was walking with you as you quit your job in December to get this part-time job. And it's just so beautiful to see the Lord working and I love it so much. The way I saw God this week was, I'm actually going to go back two weeks because I didn't get to talk about this. Um, I don't think we filmed an episode around this time, but it's when I was telling my family that I was pregnant and I was so nervous to tell some of my family members I was pregnant, like so nervous. I didn't know the reactions. Um, I wasn't, I just, I didn't know what to expect. Um, when I told them I was just, I was just a little nervous. Um, since this was not planned, we do have a lot to figure out (laughs) before the baby comes, but that's why it's nine months. Right. Um, but anyway, so the most beautiful one, was I went to tell my grandma, which when I was a little nervous to tell her, my grandpa, but I went over and I told her and, um, and when I told her, she like started tearing up and she was like, it's about time. I'm like, she's like, it's about time. You made me a great grandma. And it's like, she was like waiting and expecting me to get pregnant and was like, come on, hurry up, which I was not expecting at all. Um, so that really threw me off. But then we were just sitting there talking and about how, talking about how the, like, it was not planned. 
And she was like, Savannah, that's the beauty of it. Two of the four times she got pregnant, she was on birth control. And she was like, what that means is that she's like, the Lord has a special plan for that child. Like, there's a reason. And she was like, you just have to trust the Lord's plan. And like, he has a marvelous plan. And she's like, you just have to trust it. And it's going to be wonderful. And it may be scary. But she's like, just don't just don't give up on the Lord. Just continue to trust in him. And I was like, Oh my, like, you're so right. Like, yes, I knew this, but like coming from my grandma, who I was, I was kind of nervous to tell that we were pregnant, hearing her say that it was just so beautiful. And it was like, thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you for this just encouragement and reminder, just like family is wonderful and they're there to support you. And now she's gone crazy and fixes me food all the time. So baby doesn't go hungry. It's just beautiful, and I'm very thankful for her. So that's how I saw the Lord this week. No, you're good. Believe me, I just went on one too. So this is just <laughs> this is just us catching up, really. It is. It is. That's that's the beauty of this podcast. <laughs> but I guess we should dive into the meat part of the podcast. We did the veggies. Let's dive into the meat. If you can't tell, I've had roast the past three days. <laughs> but anyways, okay. Today, we're going to talk about singleness, and um, Carly and I are going to give our input from when we were single. Um, it was a few years ago. Yeah, um, yeah. But we're going to dive in with our input. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of start with what I remember about singleness. I can definitely tell you that singleness when you're not following the Lord and singleness when you are following the Lord is two completely different things. And (laughs) I was, of course, I was single all the way through high school and I wasn't following the Lord then. And you could, my relationships definitely um, reflected that. Um, And then once I did get to college and I've said this several times before, probably, but I gave my life to Christ about three days coming into college. And I started dating David December of my freshman year. And so I had about maybe four months, three and a half months of following the Lord as a truly single person before David and I started dating. And I think that was such a beautiful time. Sometimes I do think back and I'm like, man, it may have been cool to spend a longer time. I mean, yes, I still technically was single when David and I were dating, but like I spend a long a longer time in singleness with just me and the Lord like no no boyfriend or anything I think sometimes that would have been a cool time but that's not something I got to experience um and I mean of course I'm thankful for my story but definitely singleness when when I was in high school when I wasn't following the Lord just was very sloppy there was no trust boundaries were hard to be like it was weird if you had boundaries because they were like who are you like do you like follow the lord what what's up with you and i i did not like singleness in high school whatsoever that's funny that you were single in high school because i feel like i was not i would i did not want to be single in high school i had a little rough patch in high school and I dated a few, but by <laughs> by February of my senior year, I was done with boys. I was mm. ready for college. I was ready for the Lord. That's great. Yes. Yeah, no, I was in long commitments with, I had boyfriends, long-term boyfriends in high school. And honestly, 
I wish I wouldn't have. I just think it's silly. Just be friends. But I also, I was not a good friend that was a girl. I either got a crush or the boy got a crush. And then I didn't know what to do. I always got myself in sticky situations when it came to opposite sex relationships, I feel like. But... Yeah, singleness is a hard topic. It is. It, it is. It's very hard. And I feel like it's been so long. Before you go, I'll save my one piece of advice. This is what this is what David told me. And I think this kind can do a singleness, dating, whichever kind of phase you're in. It was like our first few months of dating. Uh, what he told me was, no matter where this relationship goes, if we get married, if we get breakup, in my mind, if like, say you marry somebody else, I want to be able to walk up to the man you marry and be like, I treated her with respect. I didn't disrespect her. I treated her like a child of God, like who, like who she is. And that was like, boundaries were set right there. That's what's beautiful about like, when you have two people following the Lord that are dating. He told me that and I was like, wow, that's so beautiful. Not many. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who couldn't do that. And um, I don't know. That's just my little piece of advice. No, I love it. That's great. Um, singleness for me, see when, I guess when I think of singleness, I think of before marriage period. So whether I was with Terrence or not, or whether I was dating him or not, I was still technically single. I mean, even though I lived with a roommate, like singleness to me is still, like I really didn't have to, not in a sense, take care of somebody else, but I didn't have to like consider somebody else and so I don't know singleness was was easy for me like I would say it's definitely like I was selfish and also I was definitely not aware of how much time maybe I was spending with people or not with people or but I also felt like I had more time too like now being married I just feel like I have less time to give to people outside of my home which stinks, but it's sweet because I have to be intentional about it. And I have to be intentional, especially like with Savannah and I, like I have to be intentional about getting together or with other friends. I have to be intentional about meeting with them for, for coffee or texting them to follow up about stuff. Like I have to be more intentional. And as a single woman, I would say it was much easier to hang out and to be spontaneous and to stay up late and it's a different world now and but also too like I do want to say like singleness is not it is not a step down from being married like it really is the same because marriage you're called to love your spouse and glorify God by loving your spouse as a single person you are supposed to love others and glorify God by loving others like, we have the same mission, whether we're married or single. And if you've been called to be single, if you feel like God is not putting marriage in your life, then it's like you can still fulfill his purpose. And it's not a disease. Singleness is not a disease. And we got to stop treating it like that. We got to stop treating it like, oh, where's your husband? Oh, where's your wife? Are you going to get married to her or him yet? Like, are, we got to stop doing the what's the next step for you? which I know I am so guilty of. I'm also guilty of myself of being like, okay, well, when are kids going to come? Mm-hmm. All right, when's this next job? Okay, when's when are we going to move? Where are we going to move? There's always this constant, like, what's next? What's next? But 
there doesn't have to be. And honestly, there's moments that I wish I were single. There are moments I'm like, man, it would be sweet to be single. But the grass is not always greener on the other side. I feel like I probably say that in every episode. Where you are and where you want to be, they're not, there's nothing different about them. They're going to feel the same exact way. And singleness is actually very sweet. And it is a gift from the Lord. And that would be a perfect way to say that our guest is truly one of the best I've ever met. I go to church with her and she has been single all her life. Um, I'm not going to reveal any of the funny stories she told, but she has been proposed to twice and she has said no. That's how amazing she is, is that people see how incredible she is and they want to marry her. But she's been single her basically her whole life and she doesn't believe she's called to singleness, but she has used her season of singleness to really glorify God. So excited for y'all to hear what she has to say. So without further ado, I would love to introduce to you Margot on for singleness. Yay! Yay! Well, hello, Carly. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor to be part of y'all's uh, beautiful podcast. And okay, my name is Margot Aleman. I am Hispanic. I was born and raised in South Texas. I moved to Memphis 11 years ago to serve the Lord here, and that's what I've been doing since. And I love it. So I actually met Margot at church, and we really just connected since. And she's just been truly a blessing. So I wanted to bring her on because she has such an awesome story, but also God has just put her in a really wonderful place. We're just going to jump on in. So you are single. How long yes. have you been single? For 47 years. 40, you heard that, man. 47 years. Yes, yes. I'll give my number later. <laughs> um, 47 years. And in your season of singleness, what do you see as discouraging? And what do you see as encouraging? Okay, yeah. So encouraging, for sure, the fact that I have all this freedom this uh, to be able to serve the Lord as best possible. Um, and I'm not saying that uh, to, in a negative way for marriage. No, no, no. Um, it's just the fact that I can come and go. I can do this and I can do that without uh, the concern that I have a husband at home or even children. I've always wanted a husband. I never wanted children. But that's the encouraging part. Um, the discouraging part is that I don't want to do it alone anymore. I don't want to serve the Lord anymore. I don't want to be, not that I'm lonely. I, yeah, of course, I've struggled with loneliness for sure. But God has been my strength. And uh, But I do want to get married and with a godly man that loves God more than anyone or anything. And together, we can love each other, of course, make each other, you know, happy. Of course, happiness comes from God. But um, as humanly possibly as we can. and But also serve the Lord. I want I want a, a a partner where we can serve God together. I my ultimate partner is Christ for sure, but I do want to hear another uh, a man, a man that we can love each other and just serve God. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, encouraging and discouraging about being single. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There are discouraging parts, and we definitely wanted to bring you on because. 
both Savannah and I are not single, but it's not been long, so we do remember what it feels like to be single, but it, I mean, it's been a couple years now, but what lies about singleness do you believe, did you believe, Mm -hmm. and how do you fight those? Right. Well, at the beginning, I remember, um, especially in the Hispanic culture, uh, women get married very young. My mom got married at 14. My sister got married at 15 or 16. I forgot what's age. Um, everybody, it's just a cultural thing. It's expected for the most part. Things have changed for sure. It's not as much as it used to be, but it's still expected for you to. It's like, why are you still single at 25? Why are you still single at 30? It's like, what's wrong with you? Why are you married? I'm like, okay. So culturally, definitely. Um, but also, um, one of the lies that I've heard is that singleness is bad for you because you it's not supposed to be having sex so are you being promiscuous are you sleeping around what are you doing is do you have the immediately singleness equals sexual sin which is not true it's not true for sure or people even think oh why is that man single he gay they immediately put it like again no i'm not gay i i love men very much and i just want one one that's all i need um and also another lie that i've heard as a single person is that god cannot use me unless i'm married i'm like uh absolutely not i've been i've never been married i'm 47 and god has used me for sure so mm -mm. and another lie that people have said well single life is a lot easier than marriage um, I don't, I, I can't compare it because I've, I'm not married, but you've been married. So, I mean, you, I mean, you're, you've been single now you're married. Yeah. So I don't know what's been, I think both have their heart. You've had your struggles as a single yes. woman and you've had your struggles as a married woman. Absolutely. Correct? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know that. I do know that sing, being single, it is hard at moments. Of course it has its challenges. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've heard so many lies and but no, at the end of the day is that God has been, he's blessed me. He's used me as a single woman. Yeah. And I'm waiting in the Lord for him to introduce me, my uh, handsome, tall, chocolatey man. Or, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say chocolatey anymore. It could be any nationality, Never, any you're race. Right. You're right. Whatever God has for me, I'll be happy because it comes from the Lord. Yes, absolutely. Well, yes, and definitely it's, it's so easy to... I would say fall into that lie of oh it's just the grass is greener on the other side you know it's mm, yeah oh to be married would just be so much better than to be single oh to be single would just be so much better than to be married which I have I am guilty of thinking that I'm like man I'm I was single I could do whatever I wanted it was my own money it was my own time it, I didn't have to take into account a husband and I mean Lord willing that we have children but that's gonna have to come too um, it really isn't. It's not greener on the other side. It's never, it's never, mm-hmm. you always want to be where you're not and, but then you miss out where God has you. Yes. Because you're, you think that there's something you're missing out on. That's something God is withholding from you, which is so not true, but exactly. Grass is never greener. You no. know, it's like, there's always going to be struggle. And when does God promise us an easy life? Not until we're with him. Like, right, right, right. When does he promise us full joy and full peace and restoration? It's, not until we're with them so absolutely but okay next question how does your singleness bring glory to god okay so yeah how does my singleness bring glory to god that has been one of my number one things since i can remember 
to honor God in everything I do and everything I say, everything I think, that everything's aligned with God. And yeah, I've had my seasons. I've, uh, I've gone a little bit out of like of Jesus, but I want to honor God in everything I do. And singleness does help focus a lot more in God, in Christ, for sure. It, it really does. However, if you're not, if, if I was a person, and there's nothing wrong with that. I want to be clear about that. When you have a career and you have a, uh, a job that you're so happy with, that's amazing. And I'm glad ministry comes in so many different ways. And, you know, at work you can be ministering to people in your neighborhood and all that. Uh, but it does help when you are have all that extra time that you can do a lot more, at least in my case. I want to, every second of my life is about God. At least that's what I want to reflect and I want people to see God in me. So there's many ways that I that we can all honor God, even if we're married, if we're single or whatever the case yeah. may be. We can honor Him. Yeah. We just have to make that choice. How well do you think the church as a whole honors singleness or like um, champions singleness? Mm-hmm. Do you think that the church does it well? Do I think, I think uh, our church specifically does. Yeah. I think so. However... Because I'm in a, a little bit uh, chronological, mature, <laughs> in quotes, um, I'm a little bit older. So it's a little bit harder for a woman my age to, for any church, to mm-hmm. try to, well, where do we put this 47-year-old woman? Yeah. She's already older, and yeah. so even ladies my age, if their moms or their their wives it's a little bit harder to maintain a friendship not saying that it can't be because i do have some lady friends that are married and they're amazing women but it it, it it's a little bit challenging for the church because there's not very many in my church i only know two of us that i can think of that we're single and um so it's a little bit challenging but overall i think our church has done a fantastic job with a lot of single people. There's a place for them, and good. they, I think they, they, our pastor does a very good job in just feeding them and taking care of them and pastoring them. Yeah. Overall, yeah. I think we do a yeah. very good job. It's yeah. just that my age yeah. is a little bit more challenging. Yeah. It's a little harder, and I understand that. Yeah. And I sometimes I do feel a little bit, a little bit lonely in that area. The, there's more joy in me. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, and singleness is not an illness. I feel like we, oh, the absolutely. church, looks at it like that sometimes, or even just society in general is like, just like you were saying, like, oh, where's your, where's your husband? Aren't you uh-huh. like, what's wrong with you? Right. And like, that's not, that's not true at all. Like, honestly, it's an honor that God would see you fit to keep you single, mm. even though it may not feel that way. No, no, I, but, I, I hear you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I've, it's an honor. Like, it like is. God is using you and just you alone, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he is working through you. Like, I think it really is an honor to be single, and we don't celebrate it. And I'm even guilty of that, of mm. not, you know, of not celebrating my single friends and my single single saints well you're married now so your priorities change and i respect that highly now your priority after christ Mm -hmm. is your husband and when your kids come after your husband then your children are going to be your priority so i respect that that's why i understand other women that it's hard Mm -hmm. to be friends uh, to make time for friends that's what i mean oh my gosh so it it is a little bit harder you know you have responsibilities that you have to honor because that's your first ministry your spouse 
So I will say this uh, when you were saying a little bit earlier that um, being married or having a career, your identity doesn't come from them. It doesn't come from a job. It doesn't come from your career, a degree, or your amazing spouse or your family. No, it comes from Christ. Yeah. Because Christ is your number one in your life, everything else just falls into place. And uh, after Christ, your husband, in your case, is your priority. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So you kind of said this, um, but do you believe that God has called you to singleness or marriage? Oh, no, I don't want to be single. <laughs> I did want it to intentionally stay single. Mm-hmm for a very long time i'm one of those typical women when i was younger i my first i've been proposed so many times not because i've dated a lot of people no no no. because she's beautiful oh right no no. uh no i was just that uh when i was 18 my boyfriend at that time asked me to marry him and i'm like oh no i'm too young for this he literally proposed to me and i'm like oh no 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 and i did care for him a lot i was just not completely and fully in love with him and I didn't want to marry yeah. then when I went to seminary school man I got proposals from right <laughs> to left and up and down I'm like well why is everybody proposing uh-huh. why because people were getting ready to go into ministry and pastors needed wanted wives yeah. and they were great guys don't get me wrong and I met so many guys and they were sweet I wasn't dating any of them but they just came straight and hey I'm in love with you can we get married and I'm like I remember this one guy came and serenaded to my house outside my door my window he had asked my dad for permission and he was and he had a beautiful voice and he was singing to me i'm like oh my gosh who is it oh it's you what are you doing boy and i was like oh man i was like 22 21 i don't remember how young i was and i'm like oh thank you for this for the song is beautiful i appreciate you coming and being romantic but unfortunately my answer is no i don't want to get married but no i had like so many proposals and I just said no. And now that I want to get married, nobody's proposing me. <laughs> but um, I chose to stay single for a lot of reasons. I went through a lot of trauma, and I needed to be healed. I think that if I would have been married at 25 or 18, I think I would have been already divorced two or three yeah. times because yeah. I was so broken. Not that I'm not broke. I'm still broken, but because of a lot of trauma that I went through, uh, a lot of abuse. Yeah. I was in a journey of uh, getting healed. Yeah. And I didn't start thinking about marriage until my late 30s. And I said, okay, Lord, I think, I think, I think, yeah. I, you know, if you, he shows up now, I think it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But if it takes a little longer, I'm fine. Yeah. Then my early 40s, I was, okay, Lord, I think I'm ready. Yeah. Then when I turned around 45, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm definitely ready for a man. <laughs> but it, it because emotionally, I was, I was not healed. I was not mature. I was not there. Yeah. I wasn't. And I believe yeah. that a lot of uh, people rush into marriage because they're running away from singleness or they don't or they want to be sexually active with their spouse. Yeah. I know that God called you and Terrence to get married at a young age mm-hmm. and you're honoring God mm-hmm. with your marriage yeah. and that's beautiful. Yeah. In my case, mm-hmm. no, I think I would have been divorced. Yeah. Multiple yeah. times if I would have gotten married really young. That's definitely, I feel like, encouragement to a lot of women of just, like, young women that are my age that are seeing people all around them get married. That are like, oh, Mm -hmm. I've got to get married now. Like, settling is not the option. Mm -mm. It's not an option. And it's a bad option because, yeah, it leads to even more hurt. If you're just trying to get married for the wrong reasons, like, it's going to come back to bite you. You have to know that that's what God wants for your life. 
And if you don't, if you're just yeah. doing, like you said, for the wrong reasons, I've been to so many weddings. Like last year I was for seven or eight weddings. I don't know how many weddings yeah. I went to. And yeah, there were moments where, oh, I wish I was me. But at the same time, more, I tell all the ladies, my sweet, beautiful girls that I've been getting married around me, mm-hmm. oh, I'm 1% jealous and 99% happy for you. <laughs> no, And it's true. Yeah. I, yeah, there's a moment where I get, oh, oh, I wish yeah. I was me. But it's all right, Lord. Your time yes. will come. Yeah. And I have peace about it. And now there was moments where I remember a couple of years ago, I was bitter about it. It got yeah. to me. It yeah. did get to me. I'm like, Lord, I want to be loved by a man. I know you love me and you, and I, all I need is you, but I think that I, I desire yeah. and want uh, the love of a man. And I remember I was there and uh, I was at church and one of my girls that I've been mentoring and discipling since she was in high school. Now she's a young woman and in fact, she's married now, but at that time she wasn't married. Yeah. She tells me, she goes, she turns and looks at me. I go, I think, I think you, you, you want marriage more than you want God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <gasps> I honestly got home and I sat down and I just repented in my heart. Lord, I'm so sorry because if that's true, yeah. I didn't see it. I'm in denial, but thank you for revealing it to me through my girl. I'm so sorry. I want to want you more than anything and anyone, more than a career, more than a ministry, more than anything. I want you, Lord. And I'm still there. I want you, Lord. I will be okay if I don't get married. And I told God, give me peace. If you are calling me to single life, then I hope you're not. But if you are, <laughs> give me the peace. And yeah. and for me to accept that that's what you want for me. Yeah. Because I've been without marriage and without a man my whole entire life. So Yeah. Just a fun question. Yeah. What would you tell your future husband? Ooh. If he's listening to this a year from now, mm-hmm. and you're married a year from now, I don't know. Or you're married two months from now. Who knows what God's going to do. What would you tell your future husband? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> That's so much fun. I would just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for waiting for me this long. And thank you for being the godly man that you are. Because I will not settle for any less than that. Thank you for loving God more than anything and anyone and because God gave you the ability to love, I know that you're going to love me. You're going to be loyal to me because you've been loyal and faithful to God. Yeah. So, okay, and then I have another question. Please. If you were talking to your single self a year from now, what would you tell yourself? Ooh, girl, good job on holding on and living a pure life. Being pure is not easy because your body has needs and desires and wants. However, I surrendered every, every single body part of me to the Lord and every single body part of me belongs to God number one and then to my husband (laughs) so we can have lots of fun (laughs) amazing well Margo you are the best you're so great no thank you so much Carly love you girl I love you too All right, y'all, that was Margot and Carly chatting all about singleness. I hope on today's episode, you learned something about singleness that like, if it's the season you are in, then embrace it. It's truly a gift from God. Embrace the time you have with your friends. It's such, such a beautiful time. Until next time, I'm Savannah Dawn. I'm Carly Dawn. And this is Before Before Dawn. Yay. (laughs)